I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap, the podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network, where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that's about to start. I am your host, Keaton DeRocher. With me, as always, Shelly Restraint of OTM. Um, Shelly, I, I believe we were just talking off air. I wasn't feeling great about, I mean, the Red Sox won the series, took two out of three, but I wasn't feeling great until... We just noticed that they still have the best record in all of baseball. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, so when you when you said that, I'm like, wait, what, what, what? <laughs> so I like was like pulling up my MLB app on my phone, and yeah, you're totally right. We still have the best record, which totally just blew, blew it blew my mind because I'm not yeah. feeling that great about the team, but it's like. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. And we will dive into this three-game series against Detroit and what a doozy of a series that was. But first, the presenting sponsor of this podcast is Fifth Element. Fifth Element is ultra-high milligram CBD focused on relief and recovery after a workout. They're specially designed for people with an active lifestyle from weekend warriors to professional athletes to bucket list gym enthusiasts. Fifth Element, also known as 5E, is full-spectrum high milligram hemp to help you whenever, wherever you need it. Whether it's at the gym or after work, get yours today. Feel better tomorrow by visiting 5ehemp.com. Use the code MONSTER to get 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. 50%, a.k.a. half off. That's 5ehemp.com. Use the code MONSTER. Go to 5ehemp.com. Get 50% off. That's the number 5, the letter ehemp.com. All right. Diving into it. So this was uh, not an easy series like we were hoping, but at least the Red Sox did win it. So that's fun. Game one, Nick Pavetta, Michael Fulmer, Red Sox got the win 11-7. Pavetta picked up another eight strikeouts, which was nice to see. Only two walks, but gave up three runs in his five innings. What was your reaction to Pavetta's start here? Um, I guess uh, my reaction was just like, yeah, I kind of expected this sort of kind of. Like, I, I still don't necessarily believe... Um, in Bavetta and what he is doing. But I mean, I, I, I expected him to, you know, you know, just really just, you know, just mow down, you know, some Detroit Tigers. Um, because I do believe that he's better than the Tigers lineup. So yeah, I, I, I liked what I saw. I just, I need to see him against like better competition before I really either believe in him or what like he's still just kind of a question mark for me yeah red sox jumped out to a nice big lead here um or oh uh, yeah jumps out to a big lead um and then austin bryce didn't have a great day went a third of an inning and gave up four run runs and that made it a lot closer i believe that made it nine to seven uh before the red sox tacked on two more to finish it but it seemed like just the the vibe of the game, it felt like it was the Tigers were going to claw their, themselves all the way back, which was a little scary. But uh, Andres followed with two-thirds of an inning to get out of the jam with two strikeouts. Ottavino, two strikeouts, one walk. Her, uh, Darwin's and Hernandez, a third of an inning, two walks. That was a bit of a struggle. And then Matt Barnes on for the save, a five-out save, one strikeout. But he got it done for a seventh save of the year. Um, what did you think of the bullpen's performance following that up? I guess let's talk about Bryce. Uh, Bryce and um, Taylor, not strong starts here. Still struggling now. Uh, both of them have ERAs close to eight. When do you think we're going to see some changes to the roster here? Maybe uh, Edward Bizardo or maybe use one of their roster spots for a bench bat? Yeah, I, I, I really do think that we're going to see a roster uh, change here at some point. I mean, Taylor and Bryce have just really not been great. Um, I would love to see Bizardo, um, because I really do think that he could be really electric out of the pen. But honestly, I do think that we need more of the bench bat more than the um, you know, kind of like back end bullpen piece. But I do think that there's gonna be a change at some point because Taylor and Bryce, like, they've just been oh, they've just not been great um to start the season. Agreed. 
I agree with you on the bat too. And I feel like um, I initially thought Santana seemed like the most obvious fit because I believe he has an, an opt-out um, after some amount of time if he's not in the majors. But I don't know how that works if he's on a rehab assignment. Because um, if he's rehabbing, I don't think he can force his way to the majors with an opt-out. Um, so I don't know how that works. So maybe that that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I guess we'll see in the coming days. I think... I agree with you. I've seen enough of both these guys. Let's get Bizarro at least up here and something else. For the bats, Verdugo hit himself a home run. Bogarts, Renfro, Kike Hernandez. Lots of extra base hits here. Sox had 11 in total. Verdugo had two. Martinez had two. Bogarts had two. Vasquez had three. Renfro had three to go along with his home run. He had himself a nice little day. On to game two. Uh, game two was Martin Perez versus Casey Mize. The Sox lost this one 6-5 to five in extra innings. This one was tough. It felt um, like more of the same of game one, except the Tigers were able to come all the way back. Uh, Perez struck out six in his five and two-thirds innings, which was nice to see. What did you think of Perez's start here? Um, I thought Perez kind of looked like, you know, the typical Perez. Um, just kind of okay. Um, I know that the, you know, the, the, the Tigers have really struggled against left-handed pitching. So I, I wasn't surprised to see that he, you know, struck out six, um, in 5.2 innings. Um, just because the Tigers just from offensively from a, you know, when they face left-handers, it's just been awful. So I expected this, um, but even I was honestly, I was expecting us to pull it out. What about you? Yeah, uh, the way it happened just kind of sucked, and I felt good about having Whitlock in there. And then obviously, I mean, he gave up a bit of a moonshot down there to the right, right field corner. But um, yeah, I felt the same way. I felt like even though they had struggled and it was a gross game to watch it felt like they were going to end up toughing it out. And then that ended up not being the case. So that was just kind of a real bummer how that went down, especially since um, who followed Perez. Taylor went a third of an inning, got an out. That was fine. Saramura went an inning with a strikeout. Ottavino, two strikeouts in one inning. Barnes struck out the side. It was such a strong performance. And then they brought in Whitlock, and you felt like that was going to keep going. And then uh, he walked a guy and gave up a bomb. So that was tough. <laughs> but um, Red Sox hitters were a bit stifled against Mize, who is a bright young pitcher. Um, he didn't have a great day, though. He uh, he only allowed three hits, which was nice in his six innings, um, but only walked four and only struck out three. The Red Sox just weren't able to take advantage of it. In total, they stranded 26 batters, um, which hurts even more when all you needed was one. Uh, Bogarts, only one that had multiple hits. Bogarts is just very good, leading the major leagues in hits. Bogey is just basically MVP king. That's all I want <laughs> Yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, game three today. My God, this game. Um, this was one of the weirder games the Red Sox have played in quite some time. Nathan Evaldi, Spencer Turnbull. Um, 
it was quite a roller coaster. Evaldi looked really, really good to start and then really, really bad to finish. Uh, five strikeouts, one walk, six earned runs. That was pretty darn tough. Uh, what was your reaction to Evaldi's start here? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it literally was a roller coaster. Like, I was watching this while I was at work. I was in the office. I had my iPad to the side. And, like, the first couple innings, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got, you know, stud Evaldi. And, like, his last, you know, you know, one and a half, two innings was just absolutely horrible. Like, he was still battling he still had the velocity and everything it's just like his pitches he, he just wasn't fooling anyone and it was just hit after hit dink dunk like all of these all of these hits and yeah it was just honestly i i i, I don't know i need to dig like a little bit you know dig in a little bit more but i don't know why he was like really getting hit around so much maybe it's like some babip um unluckiness but yeah it was just like it was so weird because he still had the velocity and the movement and stuff like that but yeah he was just it was so unlucky yeah i mean it was encouraging to see him i mean he was continually like you said pumping 98 through the length of this outing it was just difficult to to watch with him just getting kind of nitpicked to death and then ended up with six runs. Not great. I was a little surprised they sent him out for the fifth after the fourth, though. It was really rough, and he really labored to get through the end of it. Um, and at that point, it was a 4-4 game. I was really surprised that he went back out there for the fifth and not great results. Yeah. Then, um, so <laughs> this there were six total errors in this game, four for Detroit, two for Boston. Um, oddly enough, the Red Sox had more unearned runs than they had earned runs in this game. They had five earned, seven unearned for their total. Um, good days from Frenchy Cordero. Uh, how good was it to see him get three hits and an RBI today? Um, it was so great. Like this, this game was just like so weird, you know, like Frenchy was on the bench to start the game. Um, he comes in for Enrique Hernandez, who 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 left in the first after like a hamstring strain. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting much from him, especially at the top of the lineup. But then he goes like three for five, and I'm like, okay, I I like to see that. And no, just I haven't really been like the biggest Franchi fan. But just kind of like see him just kind of go off with this game. I just I loved it. I'd love to see it. Yeah, he was definitely due. Weird situation there. So I guess this was foreshadowing here for the entire game. But Kiki Hernandez led off with a double and pulled his hammy, advanced to third, and then in the middle of a count came out of the game <laughs> and was replaced by Cordero, who then uh, scored a run on the next very next pitch after Hernandez got pulled. And then the game just got weirder. Uh, multi-hit games from Cordero, Verdugo, J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, and Ploiecki. Lots of hits, lots of runs. Darwinzen, um, Hernandez uh, pitched an inning, one strikeout, uh, gave up a run, charged with a blown save. Andres came in, gave up a run in one inning. And Adovino for the save, his first save of the season. A nice, cool inning there, one walk. Uh, he's had a couple nice 
outings in a row here. Let's see if we can we can keep that moving. Um, on the whole, though, the Red Sox took two out of three, but it was not very easy. The prior uh, sixteen prior games um, to the series for Detroit, they had scored twenty runs, and in just these three games, they scored twenty one. That's tough. Um, wow. Or 22. 21 or 22. Anyway, in these three games, they outscored their previous six, uh, which was not great. Is this just a weird stretch of games here over the past week, the, these last seven games? Or are you seeing some trends here that you're maybe thinking twice about? Um, I, I really hope that it is just kind of like a trend where, you know, just – you know, you know, you know, sometimes, um, you know, relievers just kind of get hit around a bit. Um, but knowing that we went, you know, back to back with the Rangers and then now the Tigers and seeing that our bullpen and kind of our starting pitching has been kind of hit around a bit. I'm a little bit concerned. I need to maybe see a little bit more to see, like, if I really need to be concerned. But it's like, yeah, this wasn't great. Like, these were basically, like, two cupcake matches, you know, matchups, right? And we totally, like, you know, poo-pooed the bed here. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think um, I mentioned if they continue to struggle, I might start reaching for the panic button. I'm kind of feeling that way. I mean, they they did win the series, but it was not easy, and it was really ugly, and it took – four errors and seven earned runs to do it. It's not ideal. You're not, that's not going to be an everyday occurrence. Um, so then being three and four against, you know, with back-to-back series against last place teams and another one um, here with the Orioles, I I think I, I need like, I mean, it's a four-game series, but a sweep would make me feel a lot better about this team. But we will 100%. get into that. Yeah, we will get into that uh, right now after a quick break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alrighty. Last place Orioles coming to town to complete this uh, last place circuit uh, for the Red Sox. Four game series. And remarkably enough, if the Orioles sweep the Red Sox, they would go from uh, last place in the, the in the division uh, to a better record than the Red Sox. They're only three and a half back in the cellar. Uh, I was going to say to the best record in the majors because the Red Sox currently have the best record in the majors, but 
uh, can't assume everybody else is going to lose too. So this, the fact that they're within striking distance in this series of the Red Sox is what has me concerned. How dare you put that bad juju on this team? <laughs> Shame on you. I know. I think I might have ruined it. I, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I'm doing this podcast in four days. <laughs> um, pitching matchups in this series, the Red Sox, uh, luckily for them, avoid Mr. Means, who just threw a no-hitter against Seattle. We've got Eduardo Rodriguez versus Matt Harvey, Richards versus Akin, Pavetta versus Kramer, and Martin Perez versus Lopez. Um, I mean, I feel like we've been feeling the same way about pitching matchups there, but I mean, at least it feels good to have our two best right now going in this series if we're looking for wins. Um, what are you, what's your overall take of these these pitching matchups for the series? Uh, yeah, I do. I feel totally fine. Um, I outside of means, I'm not scared of. Uh, Baltimore's pitching whatsoever and knowing that we have Rodriguez, Richards, Pavetta, Perez, like that's that's a really good core and I really do think that they could definitely tackle um Baltimore's lineup. Yeah, sure. We're going to lose a- at least one. I I don't think that we're going to go, you know, 4 for 4, but I I feel totally confident with all of these pitchers against Baltimore. And we have already had a bunch of games against Baltimore, so we've talked about their lineup a lot. But Cedric Mullins is still doing really darn good. Second on the team in home runs, has a 320 average, 378 OBP. Trey Mancini is leading the team in home runs with six. He's a very good baseball player. Uh, outside of those two guys, though, is there anybody that you're a little bit worried about in this lineup? Um, not really. Um, I still believe in like Ryan Mountcastle and DJ Stewart, but they have really, really, really been struggling at the plate. Um, but they, I could totally see them coming back around, um, to maybe hurt us. But no, I'm not scared, honestly, of really anyone, um, in Baltimore outside of those other two. Same. So hopefully we're in for something nice. Um, I forgot again, but who is your MVP for the series against Detroit? <laughs> um, I guess my MVP, um, can I just say Bogey? Like, I'm just going to just say just Bogey. Like, he was just, like, really good. Yeah, I agree. I was. I mean, it was either going to be Bogey or JD, maybe both. Those two. I mean, they had a really good series. Produced a lot in the series. That there was a lot of runs scored. Yeah. Uh, yeah, JD is just like blowing my mind how good he is and just how he has just put like 2020 behind him and he's like 2019 yeah. version love it he's like first in everything except hits which is bogarts <laughs> so <laughs> it's a fun lineup we have here uh who is your uh prediction for mvp in this oriole series um i'm gonna go like off the rails here and I think that you will like this. I think it's going to be Garrett Richards. I think he's going to just like. <laughs> That's what I was going to pick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Great. Um. Yeah. Like Richards has looked really good his last two starts. I'm like, yeah, he's going to get the Orioles. It. This I think is going to just be a really good start for him. Agreed. Third start so far for him against the Orioles. Um. And. The second one was better than the first, and I think the third one's going to be better than the second. So Richards is my pick as well. 
uh, that will do it for this episode. Um, you can find me and Shelly both at Over the Monster, where we write roundtables and stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Spoken Geats. You can find Shelly at ShellyV underscore 643. And we will be with you on Tuesday morning to preview a three-game series against the Athletics. Thanks for listening.